Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here broadcasting live from uh, We Survived the Flood, downtown Pensacola, at the Business Radio X studios here. And this is Pensacola Business Radio, and I have the lovely Greer Ward with me this morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so glad you came. Thanks for having me. And <laughs> brought the whole entourage. <laughs> uh, Greer is the uh, foundation director at the Arc Gateway. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me what the life, a uh, day in the life of, of Greer World is. It's never the same. <laughs> right. Every day is different. So um, Greer was nice enough to take me for a uh, a tour of the Arc Gateway. And I've been here a while, so I know that they've done lots of stuff. And I know that they have the nursery and all that. But I can tell you after the almost two hours we spent. Yes. And band counting and and plant moving and all Mm -hmm. that. Like, there's so much more that you all do as an organization than I ever had a clue. Yes. A full tour would take probably five hours. And includes lunch, by the way. So schedule yours now. Call (laughs) Greer at... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But that you will, though. I mean, you'll, you'll pretty much, if anybody's interested, you'll, you'll be more than happy to welcome around there and show them oh, what's yes. up. I encourage tours all the time. <clears throat> Always looking for new people to see what we do. Yeah. Right. So because, because there's a very large segment of the population that uses your services. Yes. Whether it is the, mm-hmm. the actual, um, rehab stuff that you all do or it's the paper shredding, plant nursery, mm-hmm. um, College programs, yeah, say, pals, I'm, I'm feeding them to you. Shoot them out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we serve 850 children and adults year round. Yeah, um, Escambia and Santa Rosa counties. And does that number go up every year? Um, when I first started, about a little over two years ago, we were around a little over 800. So due yeah. to the pals program, which um, I believe is in its third year, uh, those sustainable those growth students. Um, yeah. every year have, have allowed it to grow. That's so cool. We're lucky to have that program and that allows, um, the people with disabilities to go to college and actually get a degree. Mm-hmm. And, um, we have quite a bit now in the community who have actual jobs and would just yeah. like Producing you and results. I. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, and then, um, some of the coolest, this was the, my biggest surprise, the clay pottery and the art. Yes. So, it's awesome. Yes. So we're, our main campus is on 10th Avenue near 9th and Fairfield. We have our Pollock Training Center and we do um, ceramics there. So they're for sale. We do anything from wind chimes to plates um, to pretty much you name it, uh, napkin holders. Trophies napkin for, uh, uh, I think she says she was working on trophies for your um, tennis, tennis tournament. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So our tennis tournament is the Bud Light Tennis Tournament in October and we are actually making plates for the awards. That's um, so cool. So it's, there's not one item that's the same. So it's yeah. all, it's all different and they handcrafted, are handcrafted original one of a kind. Exactly. Yeah. Masterpieces. So very you, unique. Before they're even out of the kiln. Yeah. They're great for gifts, holiday gifts, birthday presents. So we encourage anybody that's open to the public to come by and check it out. So I want to know, how did you get into this world? So I'm from Pensacola. My major is in hospitality management, and I moved back to here after after college and just fell in love with nonprofit. And yeah. I this opportunity kind of fell in my lap, luckily, and I took a tour. <laughs> you were the last one to say not it, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I was the first to say that I fell in love with it and the people that we serve just, I like making a difference. Yeah. So um, doing the whole events thing falls into my major mm-hmm. and hospitality. So I really do enjoy it. And it's even better when you know you're giving back to individuals we serve. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have to say when we walk through there, um, so for those that don't know, explain the, the, the disability that these individuals have and, and why Yes. That. Okay. So it's anything from autism to cerebral palsy, yeah. uh, you name it. Uh, we have, uh, we serve children through pediatric therapies, speech, physical, and occupational. And that could be anyone that who, that's showing a developmental d- delay. Mm-hmm. Um, we start serving them early. Um, so that's through our Pearl Nelson Child Development Center. And then we have quite a few different day programs um, for individuals who are in their 20s and 30s. And then once they age out, we have senior adults. So we pretty much can serve anybody from when they're born to mm-hmm. when they age out of our day programs and to um, pretty much before they're put into assisted living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so when we were walking through the smiles on all of their faces, like, especially when they saw you, because they were like, hey, Greer's bringing people again. Cool. New people. Right. It's, it, it was like, Everybody else goes there to watch what they're doing and they get to finally watch what you're doing, right? So, um, they love visitors. They do. It was really cool. And they, everybody had a very warm welcome. They all shook my hand, which mm-hmm. I thought was just fantastic. And they were all really excited to tell you what they were working on. Yes. Right? So every program is different. So it's every day. Um, every week I try to visit them just to say hi and get out of my office and not stay cooped up in there. Yeah. Um, and, it really does make my day better when I see them to know that it reminds myself of what a difference we're making. Right. And um, it is a huge need out there for people with disabilities because we're taking a lot of people from sitting at home to actually having a job. Yeah. Um, the, or even from other caretakers who can now get back to their families and their, right. their jobs. Right. So um, you said events, which was the whole reason that we all ended up in the one degree of separation that we are now. And, um, I am very aware of the crab cake cook-off, by the way. I've said this once, but I'm going to say it officially on air. Yes. I have won it once. It was a really darn good crab cake. Yeah. Haven't been back since because I didn't feel like losing my championship title. <laughs> so, um, but this is, is this your biggest event or like second biggest event of the year? It is the second biggest. Yeah. It's very hard to win. So good job on that. It's awesome to go around and eat crab cakes. Yes. I might actually judge. Again, that that part's fun too. Yes, um, yeah. we are. We do have a chance to judge. So <clears throat> the spots to win for that are ten dollars, and it just gives you a chance to be able to be a blind judge. We have six blind judges. I'd say your chances increase the more zeros you put on the end of that ten. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not totally not allowed <laughs> to say that for them. <laughs> These opinions are not representative. Um, okay, so. This was cool. And let me tell you, I did it um, over 10 years ago when I competed. And it was fun because everybody's given two pans, two little burners. You've got a a space to to prep your stuff. You have everybody uses the same crab meat. So at least that playing field's level. And then it's like Baskin Robbins on steroids, right? Mm -hmm. Crab cake's a crab cake? No, not at all. Right. And so to watch all of these different chefs and restaurants, and then I think there's some local competitors who don't even have restaurants, right? 
Right. They just want to say, I dominate in the crab cake world. Right. The Crabsters actually won last year, and That's they were just crabsters. a group of our supporters. Yeah. And um, they pretty much prepared the crab cakes out of their home, brought them, cooked them mm-hmm. on site, and they were actually won both People's Choice and Blind Judges. Yeah. So they knocked so it out. You want to hear something really cool? And for those of you that are competing this year, feel free to run with this. At the time, and I, I want to say it was like 2004 or 2005, whatever crab packaging that Joe Patty was packaging his lump crab cake in, and it wasn't his, but it, whatever company that was, had a recipe under the lid. And that's what we used for mm-hmm. our restaurant at the time. And then we used it when we competed. And the only difference I did was I just took some spun sugar and put it on top. And, you know, in 2005, spun sugar was like the coolest thing. Yeah. Right. Very easy. But the, like huge wow factor, and it had a jalapeno remoulade. So don't always don't discredit the recipes from the companies that are selling you the products that you're using in the recipe. Right. They usually got it together. So don't tell that company that you stole their recipe. I don't remember what so their name was. <laughs> no, well, I mean they were giving it away on the lid, so you know it's like, hey, I go for it. it. Yeah. Now if I could only have monetized that award, yeah, right. So okay, um, this is when July, July twenty sixth. It's a Wednesday. Six, six to eight, so. Six to eight. And if you sponsor, we have three different sponsor levels starting at 250 and you can get in at 530. Each sponsor level comes with a certain amount of tickets starting at two and then going up from there. Um, I do want to say thank you to Dr. Stu Bonin, who's known as the kids dentist in town. He is our presenting sponsor and he and his wife, Tammy, are great supporters of ours and they mm-hmm. love this event so much that they just have they get to eat all the crab cakes oh yeah <laughs> yes so how many teams are in so far do you know um right now we have about seven signed up um they're the majority are restaurants but we're trying to tap into mardi gras cruise this year yeah. to kind of get the competitiveness going um but anyone is welcome to form a team and enter um all the information's on our website but um as well as my email address and where you can call our main number And and we're going to put the, we'll put the website when we repost the show today, but what is that for? It is www.arc-gateway.org. Awesome. And it's on the main page. So just click on that logo. Can you be a team of one or do you have to? If you want to be an overachiever, absolutely. Usually the teams are three people. It only takes one person to make one awesome crab cake. True. Although it was four of us when we did it. Um, So every team makes... 300 mini crab cakes, yeah. quarter size. That's and then, the part that's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> like pattying these so, things out. <laughs> yes. If you did that by yourself, you would, I would, you definitely deserve an award. For and that. You're not allowed to go to Sam's and buy the frozen ones and trade them in. Correct. You're just not. We do encourage that you um, purchase your crab meat from Maria's because if you mention the crab cake cook off, mm-hmm. she'll give it to you. Um, you know what? Maybe that's where the, maybe that's where the uh, recipe was from because those were the only possibly. two people we were buying seafood from. Possibly. Yeah. I'll have to go down there. I know Stone at Maria's would know. I know if I walked in there and I said, hey, man, where's that recipe of that killer crab you guys used to get like 10 years ago? He would know. So yeah. if you go down there, ask Stone or Ray, both of those guys will know. Um, so what does it cost to register? It is $60 for general admission. And then, as I mentioned, sponsorships are still available for $250, $500, and 1000 And... $60 gets you an entry to all-you-can-eat crab cakes, but we also have our ceramics um, for sale and some plants from our plant nursery. That's um, You can get a drink ticket or two, don't you? 
There are beer and wine tastings. Yeah. Okay. So the beer is um, provided by Lewis Bear, um, and they are, are great to us. So they will be there with some great tasting beer and, of course, wine, which Buck at Seville is heading up with the, their wine shop. Yeah. So and Buck's pretty good at picking that kind of stuff. Yes. So and then you guys you get awards and of course obviously you get bragging rights. Exactly. And if you're like me and you don't go back, you get bragging rights for like 15 years. It's yes. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so. The Ore House has one. So if you ever go to their restaurant, you'll see them hung up on mm-hmm. the main wall right before you enter the dining area underneath the, I guess the building. Yeah. You could say, but. So it used to hang in my old uh, chef office when I was doing Morrison's and. I don't know how many times I got asked to cook the crab cake that won the recipe, right? So I took it down. So I think it's at the house somewhere. It's probably stashed in a box because I didn't want to patty out any more crabby patties. Sounds good. <laughs> so, okay. All right. So crab cake cook off again, July 26, 2017. <clears throat> Excuse me. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Seville quarter. Go support. Go eat some crab. Have a couple beers. Have fun. I can tell you, we competed one year. We've participated as far as being patrons for many other years you can't go wrong it's very it's a lot of fun it's one of my favorites but i say that about every one of our events so because you're you're yeah you're supposed to right (laughs) i enjoy it truly um okay so what else though i I mean you guys you all do so much like i think the nursery was really cool to talk about and i think the lady that's doing it yeah two ladies together but you all are like getting into like it's not just repotting plants. Like you're scientifically growing some really cool stuff over there. Yes. So our plant nursery is three acres open to the public. Right now we are open Monday through Friday. Um, During the summer season, we'll be closed on weekends, but we will reopen for that um, after summer. And we are, our main plant nursery is over on 10th Avenue um, where our main campus is. And And it's big. Yes. You got to, you got to park and go walk around. Right. Um, and Taylor, she is the plant nursery manager and she is amazing. She's a go-getter. She is really good about, um, teaching our, the people that we serve with disabilities mm-hmm. about the plants and they, they need more than I did. Yes, they do. Guarantee you they do. Yeah. And they do a really good job. They'll, they'll help assist you. Um, they water the plants every day. They pot them. They'll decorate pots if it's a rainy day, like it has been lately. Yeah. Um, but they're just wonderful to work with and I encourage, it's pretty much a hidden lows for plants. Yeah. Um, what I'll tell you what, with plants that actually will survive better because they're grown in this environment from the beginning, as opposed to a lot of those things get shipped in, which is why herbs end up dying out two weeks after you plant them. And Taylor has started growing herbs and they sell out um, quickly. So so give her a background real quick too, because she did all of this kind of sort of, I don't know what the term is, botany. Is is that what it is where you start splicing and doing and medicines and stuff? But she's like really into even creating hybrids or just knowing what actually can be used in cooking or can be a medicine at home, can get rid of a sunburn when you get it on the shelf. She's, She's very knowledgeable more than I am about all that. Um, She does work with Jim, who is with Jeff's Corner Garden at the Art Gateway. And that is our Impact 100 um, grant that we got. And we're very thankful for that. But it is growing hydroponic lettuce. And we have, in the past week or so, we've decided to open sales, retail sales for the public for hydroponic lettuce. So they're doing that at the plant nursery and I encourage anybody to come check it out. Um, Those hours are eight to four Monday through Friday 
and um, Taylor or Jim can assist you with that. But yeah, and Jeff will be happy you stop by. Yes. So um, I had no idea what I knew Jeff's corner garden when it was the corner garden down on the west side, right? And everything was still outside. And I, I remember John saying, well, you wait till you see what we're doing. And when I walked into this house that has been converted, there was what, I think seven rooms in there and all the rooms are filled with, you know, as a chef, I'm seeing redheaded lettuce, you know, I've got a red tipped radicchio and, you know, black leaf spinach. And I'm thinking, really, in the middle of here, yes. the last place you'd ever think to have such sophisticated technology in place to <clears throat> produce some of the coolest ingredients ever. Right. Now I'm a food geek, so. Well, that, that's how that rolls. I would like to say that I am, but I don't know much <laughs> about it. But um, it is truly amazing. It's actually we have six group homes that serve six individuals um, at each home. And we recently have built a brand new home that's ADA certified for the six individuals. Yeah. And so we turned this house into Jeff's Corner Garden at the Art Gateway. Um, John did reach out to us to form a partnership. Mm -hmm. And they decided to move over to us. And luckily, we want Impact to allow the funding to continue. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we hired Jim. And Jim and uh, Jeff Shell, John's brother, have pretty much taken it and Yeah, they nailed it. it. Like, and I think right now they're just kind of like making sure that, that they're validating their own skill set. Yeah. Right? Because it's just, I say it's just lettuces and all that stuff, which is by far really cool. But when you start think you, when you see the technology that's in there, if you go on a tour, what they can do medicine wise down the road or supplement wise for for some of the others, mm -hmm. or even as food, but use it in the the way that um, what why am I drawing a blank on her name? Is, Taylor, yeah, is doing with mm -hmm. with what you all grow, right? And really starting to combine all of these sort of nature's gifts to doing better living, right? It's and really it, cool. it's very fresh. They use fresh water they test the water um and i have actually tested some i've gotten to take some home and it will last a month yeah. and you can hold me to that because <laughs> nowadays when you buy it at the store it's it's more yeah. expensive but it lasts a week if there isn't so, something nasty in the plastic for you to yeah, begin with right yeah. so um it's it's very fresh it's it's definitely hydroponic and it's we're really excited about it yeah. so um and we actually have a salad at Jackson's. Chef Herb has been working with us, and he um, has named a salad after us. So, uh, clipping stuff Jeff. off and taking it right down there. So yeah. I told you when we did the first episode of You Say Tomato, when we were filming with our British guys, um, John brought us a whole bunch of stuff. So we have used those as well. Yes, it's and there's growing tomatoes, and hopefully going to roll out some other exciting uh, stuff. Yeah, so. they'll get bored at some point. Next thing you know, you're going to have like, you know, half of, <laughs> a whole of garden. green acres in that place. Yes. So, um, okay, so let's talk about, let's talk about what I thought was also just very impactful for me was the speech therapy and the the, the early learning developmental stuff that, that you all did. Because again, that, to me, I had no idea really what that looks like, mm -hmm. right? So when somebody said early learning development, I'm thinking, okay, so we're going to take a couple extra minutes to study the flashcards, right? Right. They were using supersonic sound. They were using vibrational stuff. They were like full on like Dr. Wizard up with these kids. And it was work. It was technology integrated with the human bio, whatever. Right. And it was, it was awesome. Right. We have a lot of amazing therapists and Marianne Bickerstaff is a manager at the Pearl Nelson Child Development Center. 
Um, we are one of the few arcs since we're national affiliated with the arc um, that actually has kept our child development services because it is very costly. And so, and, and there's an established need here. Right. Very much. Right? Um, so we partner with early steps at sacred heart and they give us referrals and um, we do speech, physical and occupational therapy. Um, and it's pretty much specific to the child. So one child could have speech and occupational mm-hmm. or, you know, more than one therapy. So we're really good about working together. Um, the therapists are to, you know, pay attention to those needs and hopefully get them into kindergarten just as a regular child would by the time that they become that age. Yeah. Um, so it's really does the earlier you start, the better off in the long run. Um, obviously, but it's, we serve about over 200 children a week. Wow. Um, wow. It may be a month, but it's either way. It's, 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 it's a massive undertaking. Yes. Right? It's definitely over 500 children a year. I mean, I know I have two children and my patience with them is. Whew, yes. You know? So, um, definitely me as a future parent, i it opened my eyes for Better step up your game. Possibilities. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. And, and, uh, it just gives us you like the heart of your staff. Right. I mean, they, that's, those are hard things to go through sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, it's nonprofit. So the pay may not be there, but they, everyone does it because we love what we do. Yeah. And it's definitely impacting, you know, anyone from children to senior adults. Yeah. And, um, it's, and, and all of those around, right? right. Family members, people right. that, that right. are in their lives. Right. So let's talk about the nonprofit side of things because what does every nonprofit need? Money. Yay. <laughs> <That's> my <laughs> job. Know? And, um, which obviously, which honestly is, is what a lot of these events and things that you all have done are for. So again, as we were walking, when you put all of this into perspective, you guys were a nonprofit that didn't just say, Hey, we're going to expect the community to take care of this. You were a nonprofit that got funding, continues to get funding, but then turned all of the assets that you had or built some assets and then was able to take skill sets and separate it out and make it to where you're almost, you're getting to the points of self sustainability, right? Right. So, I mean, obviously you had the population not be growing every year or the technology changing every year there probably would be a point where you could be 100% self-sustainable, right? But I thought, how intuitive to come with a solution to a problem and ask for money, right? (laughs) Right. Right. So it's a a different level of, you know, it makes sense. Right. Um, We are 62 years old. um, Yeah. So you've got some data to go through and kind of... Yeah, so we have a lot of history. Um, 1954 is when we first started... And that was pretty much a group of parents who came together with a child with a disability mm-hmm. and said, you know, the regular school system's not accepting us. What do we do? And they came together and formed this preschool. Own, right? yeah. And then from there, it flourished into what it is today. And now we serve 850. Yeah. So it's it's growing by the year. Um, but funding for us is always a struggle. Um, luckily we have a membership with almost 500 members. Um, there are different levels for that that are on our website as well, but 
we also encourage people to volunteer with us. Yeah. So we have volunteer applications. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be money that you give, right? Right. It could be time. So if you just want to give your time, have a few hours a week, um, you can call our office or find the sponsor or excuse me, the volunteer application on our website and just or come on a tour just mm-hmm. learn more about us because awareness is also important too and Trust me, if Greer did not have to sit at her desk another day because she was giving tours, she would be happy. Yes, (laughs) I love tours because you can always talk about the Art Gateway and who we are, but it makes a difference when you actually see it for yourself. Yeah. So um, for anybody that is interested in any of this information or the probably half of a novel that we haven't covered yet, because we're going to have to have like part two, um, where can we send them? I would encourage people to go to our website, www.arc-gateway.org. And if you want to schedule a tour, can they do that from there too? Or do they have to like, they can call our main number, which is (laughs) 850-434-2638. And someone will be glad to assist you. Or you can ask for myself. My first name is Greer and I will be happy to set up a time and a day to meet with you. Yeah. Or if you just want to go kind of see what they're about with some of the events, go down to the crab cake cook off. I promise you, you will not be uh, disappointed, right? Exactly. Okay, so we're going to do this again because there's, there is so much of your organization that really, t- we didn't even get to like scave the service. And you thought 12 minutes was going to take forever. We've been talking for almost 30, right? Yes. So that just goes to show you how massive your organization is. Um, so w- everybody listening, we hope you tune in when, when we do the next part because we're going to have some of the, the marketing pieces to this and then we'll have some more of, of some of the story that, sort of helped develop this 62 year company. That's crazy. Yes. Nonprofit. But yes. Yeah, it's a company. So yeah. um thanks for coming in today. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'm, you didn't bring the rain, so you're welcome back, yes. right? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our webpage at Pensacola.businessradiox.com. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Mm-hmm.